When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Welcome to the Timo Pokey Podcast. I don't know what the hell episode are we up to? 10? I don't even know. 11. <laughs> to me. Yeah. I'm... Dude, I guess not fucking my idea. Yeah. Well, how many albums do you have since this thing? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But we're up to many, Destiny. Many. Very many albums. Yeah. Um, Destiny. This is probably... I mean, I know Visions is like one of my favorite Stradivarius albums, but I, I believe Destiny is probably my favorite Stradivarius album. Ah, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. I was listening to this. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dark one. It's a bit. And that's why yeah. I think I like it because it's dark. It's not power metal. It's, it's yeah, it's dark. It's like your black album in a way. Mm, yeah, more melodic though. But yeah, I was was bad time. Yeah, it's a divorce album. What can I say? Yeah, yeah that's what you it's mentioned. All, it's all, yeah, exactly. It's all over the place. So, um, yeah, when I like um, when the time came to write this this album, it was like we played I think Cards of Metal where, where Pantera was, and they cut our show set short. And Jens Johansson stole the beer of Phil Anselmo. Wait, who? What, what did you just say? Like Jens Johansson stole the beer of Phil Anselmo. Oh, oh, really? <laughs> really? Yeah. And I, I, I met, I met, I met, I met Dime back when I met Vinnie Paul. Vinnie Paul was in the clan. Like he, he, he like offered me a beer, and it was like with his Stetson in, in the bar. I was asking about his sound, like toms, and uh, you know, he told me oh, it's all samples except. Really. That we did the set, and like uh, in in the middle of Black Time, or suddenly, oh, everything was cut off. <laughs> and so what was that? We heard like, well, we heard from the like uh, from the walkie-talkie of the stage manager, from the Pantera's manager, saying in famous words, "Cut these sons of bitches off." <laughs> yeah. All because he stole the uh, Phil's beer. We were too good, man. You were upstage in Pantera. So I broke my guitar. I was like, blah, yeah, I like this smashed my guitar. And like, after the set, we went to the side of the festival area to give autocast, and Pantera was playing, and everybody came. Yeah. Suddenly, there was nobody in front of the stage from Pantera, was, and it was two minutes of the car, guys. We really? had to get you out. Yeah. Wow. Um, we talked We talked to the guys after the show, and they were really, like, apologetic. My, they said, we're sorry, it's not up to us, it's our management. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I heard Diamondback was shot, I was, fuck, I was like, no, one, once again, like, the fuck? What yeah. does it mean? Yeah. How much longer was that after you saw him? Oh, it was 10 years. That was, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was pretty long ago. Yeah. It was like 99. The guys of Metal, it was like 99. We played 98 and 99. Two right. shows. It's like 50,000 people. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. Fucking big here. Milan, in Milan. Palidrome. Fucking amazing. It's in YouTube. You can see. Oh, is it? Have to look so, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I was really, like, motivated to start writing my my marriage was breaking up so I was like I told my wife and my kid like can we go away for a couple of weeks because I really have to write the songs and at the same time I was investigating my father's suicide 
I ordered mm. all the documents, like, you know, autopsy reports and photos and everything. Oh, and wow. that, like, um, yeah, that, like, um, really, like, correlated to songs. Like, the first song I really remember was, like, I couldn't sleep because I don't sleep in anywhere. But I was, right. like, four in the morning, like, Venus in the morning. I, I saw the Venus, you know. I like, right. fuck, I, I have to write a song, like, Venus in the morning. Was this is Venus in the morning. <laughs> I saw the Pink Planet. So I was like, you know, like with a keyboard because at that time, ah, this black diamond, cork. yeah, connections, connections bad again. I'm sorry, is everybody. It? The connection is very bad. Yeah, I hear you okay, actually. Yeah. Well, maybe hopefully yeah. it comes out okay on the uh, recording. Yeah, but for me it's bad. Yeah, but I I take I took the some sound uh, I wrote. The first one was like Venus in the morning. Like it's four in the morning. I'm guessing a star, sky with millions of stars, billions of stars. Where mm. are you now, alone, just like me and Venus in the morning? And that's like sort of gave me the like uh, like feeling how this album could really be. And the Destiny melody ah, I wrote like when I was twelve. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. That's when my father, when my father killed himself, I, I wrote this with a, a organ. We had organ in our home. I wrote this. Oh wow! And I was I was singing in cantores minores, like Finnish, uh, like Helsinki boy choir, classical mm. stuff. And um, so I wanted to invite the guys from the choir to the Finnvox to record the Destiny and SOS and all. And there was like three or four guys came and really fucking nervous. <laughs> but we, we did it. We did it. And you know, but it's really a divorce album. Like four thousand rainy nights. Right. Originally got three thousand rainy nights. Oh, why'd you change it? Because Timo couldn't pronounce three. He was like three. <laughs> three thousand Timo is not three. Three. Man, I tried. So fuck, let's make it four. Who gives a fuck? One thousand more. <laughs> because I, I was, I was like trying to my relationship days, and I came up with the figure like nine thousand or whatever. I was like right. three thousand nights. Yeah. So I thought like the, for, originally it was called three thousand rainy nights, but then Timo couldn't pronounce it. Like, and four is better because four is like more like um, more percussive. So. Right. Yeah. It's one of my favorite starter songs. I saw it. I saw them in in April in, in Helsinki, and mm. they played this song. I was like, oh, oh really, 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 yeah, it was really yeah. nice. Yeah, that's a cool song. I, I, yeah, I thanked Timo. I said, Timo, thank you for playing this, man. Really thanks. And he was yeah. like, yeah, no problem, man. Now I'm I'm listening it uh, to it today, and I'm I'm thinking, have you ever had any issue with Queensrÿche because of their uh, um, another rainy night? It's very sounds yeah. very similar. Yeah, it's a bit similar, but um, it's a similar, like, um, okay, the, the, the topic is similar, but I don't think the songs right. are really that similar. No, but the chorus section's a little similar. Yeah, a little, yeah. No, I yeah. never had any problem, even with, the, like, zero to zero to, which is obvious, like, play, 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 yeah. play, play, rising. But right. for Thousand Rainy Nights, it's, so obvious. it's not so obvious, it's more like... Um, Okay, the vibe is there, similar vibe, but it's not really one to one zero three. Right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, as I was listening to it, I'm like, wow, this just reminds me so much of that song. Yeah. 
It has very similar vibe, I have to admit. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. you opened this album with a very long song, Destiny. Destiny yeah. 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 One of, one of this, now, on the last episode, I said uh, SOS was my favorite song. It is one of my favorite songs, but Destiny, I think, yeah. is my favorite shred of various songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Usually, you don't start an album well, off with a, a long song like that. What, why'd you pick that to, to start the album off? It just seemed to be the right move, because... Yeah. It's like um, it has a key to the album. Really, it's like there's so many parts in it. Like I felt like really because I wrote the, the main theme when I was twelve after my daddy died. I was like really like um, the lyrics. Okay, the lyrics. It's funny because in the in the booklet it says no one can escape mm. the destiny, but it should be no one can escape. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes more sense. No one can't escape, which is like, yeah, he's singing no one can't escape. So yeah. it's like weird. And I remember some of the lyrics we didn't really like, um, we didn't like um, uh, check them out with the native English speaking person. So there, there's some like um, stuff, you know, grammar, grammatic mistakes and stuff. Right. Well, that's but I don't care because the, the, album, the album is, I think, um, you have to understand that this is an album between Visions and uh, Infinite. So, you know, always was like up and down, up and down. So this was like more down, yeah. more dark. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's no turning back. There's, um, uh, yeah, no turning back is more positive. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's probably the most positive song on the album. Yeah. But it's really like, for me, very depressive album because after that i got divorced second time yeah whose fault was that yours or hers my it's every, every time my fault <laughs> it's, always, always, it's always my fault what a surprise <laughs> what a surprise yeah but at least i'm admitting it man i'm i'm not like you know, trying yeah. to tell lies or something i'm saying it as yeah, it was yeah, yeah and you learn these things so you know and then at P3, you, you, you really learn stuff. And you don't repeat anymore. Right. I went to therapy for seven years. I paid a lot of money to find out the things about my character, how I act in everyday life situations. I, I learned a lot. Yeah. Now, you said this is when you uh, did the in- investigation for your father. What led you to do that? Yeah. Because I always wanted to find out what really happened because my mother never talked about it. So I was like, I really had to know because I, I was, there were so many questions about why and how and you know, where. And it's, I needed to really find out. Boy, I did. Boy, right. I did. Yeah. And that sent, sent me like um, to a psychotic episode of like many years. And that's right. when I ended the therapy and the healing started. But it was scary, man. Yeah. Wow. No, this connection is terrible. Well, I apologize for the connection. Um, no, there you go. All right, we're back. The connection is yeah. terrible. Um, what did we just leave off at? He had the um, investigation. Of oh, the yes, suicide. all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like... The 10th of March, 78, was like 
going to the school in the morning. I always, my father moved because they got divorced and he moved like two, ki- well, you don't have kilometers, but really close to where I was living with my brother and my mother. And mm. he had like visit, visiting rights for like every Saturday, but mm. we got only one time there and then he killed him. Yeah, wow. And in, in this particular morning, because I had my route to the school, which was never under his window, but I still remember I was like, I had a thought, go different, go up. So I went and I saw him in a fourth floor. Yeah. Him, yeah. right? but, but he never saw me. And I still remember I, I had a thought like, Timo, go, go, ring the bell. And it's going to happen. Went to the school after the one class, came to the break. To the... This connection. Damn it. Uh... There we go. You're back now. You went to I the school. Normal. Yeah, I, I, you know, after like one one class, I came back to the had a break, and everybody ran to the his house, and I saw police cars and ambulance coming, and I knew just knew yeah. what, what happened, sort of. And yeah. you know, I went because there were like two schools, and the other one was like down exactly below his. Like how, and I saw the balcony was completely in blood. Mm. It's like white, white balcony, but really red and bad. All right. And I ran, I ran home, and after that, man, I ran like fucking ten years, you know. Yeah, yeah. Before I went to therapy, then I went to therapy, and I started learning about my character and stuff. But those days were really dark. And yeah. The destiny, destiny album, sort of like. I would say correlates to the, these times. Yeah. The songs it re- are like it, it reflects yeah. to your life at that that moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the cover is like amazing because it was like some Italian guy who owned a Ferrari shop in Helsinki. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Yeah, he, yeah, that's one. Yeah, so he likes three paintings and a guy of Carmela, the, the the producer and son guy doing covers so we gave it to him and he put this together for like three paintings and it's really like my second wife uh, oh really uh, the woman yeah mm. exactly like the same nose and everything so yeah. it's really weird, really <laughs> weird. Yeah. Who's, the, who's the guy screaming we call it like um, suffering man yeah who is it it's just a random guy it's one of the paintings Italian guy. Oh, so you like intertwine some of them? Yeah, <clears throat> they they put it like inside of the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Night man, we call it. <laughs> uh, your second wife—that's the one where your your daughter, uh, that your yeah. uh, Nina Nina's mother. Anna Anna Mar Anna Nina Anna Maria. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, how was the recording of Destiny? I mean, you do uh, do anything different on this one? Well, obviously, because it's a lot darker, no. it's a little bit heavier. But no, no, it's like, yeah, the the material was heavier, but the actual recording process was the same from episode and visions in Phoenix, everything in Phoenix. Yeah, you used the same. I thing. think because it was the same, everybody was Carmela, the same team, so. We knew really each other, so it was even less time we used. I think Eric Michael played the whole fucking album in one day. Really? <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. 
Well, it's not so much fast stuff on this one, so it's kind of probably a little bit easier for him to get no, through. No, yeah, but for for Yark, like the the problem is exactly the the stuff that's not double bass. Yeah, that's true. He was, he, he was he also was struggling with with the rhythms and stuff. So we were like, we used maybe ten day. No, actually, he did one in one day this album. Yeah, one day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Whose idea? Whose idea was the uh, the broken glass uh, thing on SOS? I, that that always the uh, I always love, love that part of the song. Something so stupid, but um, I I stole it from Gary Moore's uh, uh, song of like Out in the Fields. Oh, okay. It's like some. So you, let's put it there. So you steal music, and now so, you steal you steal the sounds as well. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, I was just uh, like bottle. Uh, <laughs> I remember the Japanese were like really enthusiastic about the intro. Like they said, so it's always like this demo. This is this is good. Yeah, no, it's cool. It, it really is. It, it adds something to the song. It's just cool. Yeah. Oh, I remember my question now. Did the band have any issues um, because you went from Visions, which is more power metal, to this album, which is more dark? Did the band really have any like issues yeah. with like uh, the chi- the style change? No, no, no. I think it was the same. The drum Everybody... was really fast. Everybody was really like into the process. Yeah. I think Jens was recording again his keyboards in his uh, flat somewhere in Helsinki. Mm. The, so, but I w- I remember that the recording process was easy. Yeah. So yeah. At this point, you have to understand we were really tight. No. Yeah. Very world tours, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was not really no problem. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I love Destiny. It's one of my favorite albums. Yeah, yeah. Some some fans. I talked to some of your fans, and uh, some of them, you know, they like this album as well. But uh, <coughs> Francesco <coughs> is not one of his favorites. Yeah. Um But I don't see why not. I mean, I, I love this album. The only song that I'm not really crazy about is the one, that, the first one that you mentioned, it's Venus in the Morning. It's a little too slow for me. I don't mind slow uh. songs, but. Um... It, it's all right. That's the first song I wrote. So yeah, it's one of one of the songs for my daddy. Like forever for him. Four thousand years go by. Yeah, yeah that that song holds meaning for you. So yeah, yeah. So of course you're gonna like that song. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't know anything else. How was the tour for this album? Did this do better than Visions did this album? Yeah. Actually, um, same, but the tour was. I, I remember we went to Istanbul, Turkey. Oh, wow! Yeah, so we went to the. I still remember we, with no sound check and the fucking spinal tap man. They they took us through the fucking. It was really amazing, like corridors and like stairs, and finally we were on the stage. And the stage was fucking small. And oh, there was like man. a pillar in the middle of the stage, and like the stage drinks were vodka, <laughs> like five, five bottles of vodka. So, so I got drunk, and then after the show, we went to the disco, and there was a band playing, and I went with Jens and uh, Yari. 
and we played some Strata stuff. And somebody gave me a Stratocaster. I still remember I, I broke the strings. Like, Wah! thank you. <laughs> well, I was so drunk, but he was okay with it. So, yeah. About Istanbul, like, and Ankara, Turkey for the first time, at two or three shows. What was that? The, the connection again? Like, um, connection. Istanbul and Ankara. Wi-Fi, I hate like, you. I have a normal Wi-Fi. I know you do. <laughs> it's, I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's Skype. Fuck yeah, you, like, Skype. Like, like Turkey, in Turkey, we played like a couple of shows. And in, in Russia, too. Yeah. Was there a favorite? Um, was there a favorite spot that you liked on this tour? That you, that you South America, always South America. Why? Why is it South America? Because, uh, like, a lot of al- yeah. uh, live albums are, are released from South America. Yeah. Why does that seem to yeah. be like the spot? It's the people there. Like, they are so into it, and they show, they show it too, and they sing. And we we six people in in uh, Sao Paulo in Via Puna. And uh, we recorded the show, but again, we couldn't use it because the vocals were not like really good. So no. we already recorded three shows for for DVD, but never happened. So nah. you know, that, that reminds me. Just kind of brings it back a little bit. But um, the Visions in Europe album, now that was recorded yeah. live. Was there anything? Did you go back and fix anything on that album? No, like some bands do. It's everything? all live. No, it's all all live. Yeah. Everything is live, and I, I was like fucking drunk. I had like twelve beers before the show. So what you what you hear me is like fucking drunk. But there's only one mistake, and that's like when I broke the string string in Will the Sunrise. You get like ping, <laughs> like three seconds, three seconds. There's no guitar. I I, I rehearsed this with my roadie from yeah. Germany. So we had the moves. So he told me when you break the string, toss me the guitar. He gives you back three seconds. And wow. I wanted to keep it on the record. So in Build the Sunrise, three seconds break. That's why I brought the fucking I have to listen. Uh, I haven't heard that in a while, so I have to, I have yeah. to listen, check it out. It's really good, actually, because it was sold out in Athens. Really? At about two and a half thousand Greeks. And yeah. fuck, man, it was like maybe the loudest crowd I've never heard. Fucking! I mean, we couldn't hear. It was Beatles, like the Beatles. But like, fuck! We can't hear anything. But let's play. And we were recording. We knew we were recording. So, like, yeah. We were like, fuck! I mean, so. But everything is like nothing is repaired. So everything is like. At some point, because I was so mad to call so, like, everything. He, he really sings this good life at that time. He he really sings. I what? I heard. I had that now he has now now he has like um, problems sometimes. Mm. Well, he's getting older Life. now. We all are. Yeah. Not me. I'm I'm young. Yeah. I've got a long life ahead. Yeah, of me. I know. Yeah, we all. <laughs> I hope we all have. <laughs> yeah. Nah, we'll be alright. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did the did the Jens do anything crazy on this tour? Or is he starting to come well, down? He 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 did the same shit. I mean, he had the gas horn and the puppet. What? He had always had like, like gas horn, like and oh, a hand yeah. puppet. Yeah. And what would he do with that? Just fucked around with people. <laughs> you know, annoyed annoyed them. So I don't remember anything like 
different from what he did before. But yeah. Probably, nothing, nothing. He didn't. Uh, he didn't. Uh, he didn't do one up on this on this tour. Do something better. No, no. <laughs> he didn't. Uh, I think he, he he didn't do it like that stuff. Mm. No. Oh, and by the way, I I tried to get Alex Holdsworth on the show, and his schedule is really bad. You you announced it yesterday. I was going to have him on the show, and then I was like, wait, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, uh-huh. you said yesterday. Okay. So if anybody's watching the show, he's not going to be on. Uh, I will try to work something out with him. He's very oh, busy. Okay. Yeah. But um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else we can discuss on on Destiny before we head to the questions? Um, I think. Uh, Was there any any songs I left off? The... Any songs like left I off did... that you wanted to no, uh, use for the never. album? Never. No. Never. But. Because it was some bonus track. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Dream with me. The oh, what I have on here. Really very touching. Dream with me is like tomorrow okay. to me. Because I was uh, struggling with my marriage and he saw the pain. So he wrote, he wrote a song about that. I didn't even hear, I never even heard that one. The, the bonus track I have on here is Cold Winter Nights. Ah, is Dream with me on the album? No, I think it's you just made it up. Too. No, I think it's <laughs> Japanese or, or whatever. Because we thought there's always a Japanese bonus track, but we thought, what the fuck do the Japanese always have to have a bonus track? So we thought we give Europe as well. Bonus Dream, Dream with me is on the remastered version. Uh, the remastered oh, okay. version has uh, Dream with me and Blackout. Yeah, I remember. You remember Blackout? Yeah, Blackout was like, yeah, because I know the guys from Scorpions. I know Klaus. Ah. Very good oh, that's guys. a um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, you know what? I heard that before too, and I didn't even catch on to that was the uh, cover. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to do something. Blackout was when I was like eighteen or something. It was really important yeah. for me. And the guitar playing of Matthias Japs also, but not like Blackmore either. Or Brandy mm. Rhodes or Gary Moore. He was more like, he is more like, um, I don't know actually what he is. <laughs> <laughs> Something. This this is one of your bonus tracks off the album I have. You ever hear this? The fucking never heard this. <laughs> Somebody sent me this before. They wanted to get your reactions. It's Romeo Acino from Italy. Uh-huh. He plays the uh, he plays the accordion. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Everybody has their preferences, I guess. <laughs> Do you ever? Uh, would you ever consider using an accordion in on one of your albums? I I did in Fantasia from Elements. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think now I... Yes, yes, you did. Yes, there you is did. an accordion, yeah. 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 There's an accordion oh, solo. There you, there you go. That's the only one. That's right. It's been a while since I heard that album, so... Yeah. I can't remember everything. Well, that's... Yeah, it's like in a couple of months. Yeah. yeah. A couple of months. A couple of weeks. We got... What do we have next? Um, uh, Infinity? Infinity. And, yeah. what, and, and, and then that's after that, right? Elements, and then elements one and two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're gone. 
And then we work on your solo. Black album, yeah. Oh, that's right, the Black album. Yeah, that's right. I thought the Black. Yeah, the Black album. Was Elements then Black album? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was there. Yeah. I think 2005, the Black album. Elements, 2003. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, question time. You ready? Yeah. All right. Again, I can't pronounce half these people's names, so just bear with me, yeah. everybody. I'm going to assume your name is Bart Ro- Rosehog. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, he loves the podcast, and uh, he says, we're doing a great job. Keep talking with, with Timo, uh, going to each podcast, because he seems more talk- you, know, you seem more talkative uh, some days than others, which, uh-huh. of course, you know, sometimes we do this late at night, so, you know. Yeah. Uh, in okay, his question is: In the golden era, um, was it all joy and bliss between you guys in the band, or was there tensions going on that ultimately ultimately led to the end of the classic lineup? Um, in those days, no tensions, man. All the tours and recordings were fucking perfect. So the tension started after the black album. So. Before that, nothing, man. Nothing. Yeah. Well, didn't the tension so, start? Kind we, of we, the we were like, a, well, in the process of the Black Album, because of the stunt and everything, it was like yeah. I lost the trust of uh, Timo, and Timo, okay. Timo was the key actually. He really didn't want to do it, so yeah. it was yeah. bad. You know. yeah. But eventually, it led to the place where we go. We went to the separate ways, but I was the benefit for the both of us, you know. Right. Because yeah. I really thought, like, what the fuck can you do? You know? Where can uh-huh. you go? Like, you go back to Black Diamond or something? Like, no, man. It's like, because every band has their life expectancy. You know? Right. Yeah. yeah. It was very natural. People don't get it, but we were not really bad. We were really honest. We were just. He said, okay, this doesn't work. So what can we do? And say, okay, let's, you know, you do your stuff and I do my stuff and I give you the name. And But of course, after you spend like 25 years in marriage, too, it's not easy to walk away. You get all kinds of feelings, you know. Right, of course, yeah. Beaten, beaten, envious and stuff. So I had to, I spent like almost 10 years, maybe five years, then I got more mellowed. I was like, let them do whatever whatever they want. And to this day, I really like Polaris. But at that time, I was like, that's too close, man. It's like fucking Tolkien. <laughs> now, now now, I see the not Tolkien is really like opening for them. And it's like a um, bridge to the new stuff for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to this day, today, I'm proud to say that we are friends. So Yeah, that's good. What do you it's think of the un- Unbreakable album? I, that was that was completely different from anything they've ever you you've yeah. done with them in the band or they've done, and they've yeah. actually did that album and well, then continue with that sound. But. I don't know. I don't. I didn't hear so much, but I told Matthias the guitar player, "Fucking man, this Unbreakable is so good song. It's like yeah. catchy. It's like simple. It's like really, really good. And the way Timo sings it, it's like I was when I heard it, I was proud. I was like, fuck." These are my guys. Yeah. And to this day, I'm I'm proud of the guys, and I wish them only the best yeah. from bottom of my heart. You know. Yeah. That's all. That's all I really wish. Really. Well, and you wish 
you wish to do a, a tour as well with them. Oh, <laughs> <With> Stradivarius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, your Wi-Fi, you ball buster. Fuck. My uh, Wi-Fi is normal. I know. There's just it's just Skype something fucking up with it. Anyway, yeah. question two. I'm a huge fan of most of your work, so don't take this question I'm about to say as criticism. Oh, boy. (laughs) Here we go. Okay. Uh, Are you good at dealing with criticism? Um, Not just in musical criticism, but also personal criticism. I mean, you got a lot of that on your Facebook page, and I agree that a lot of it is from assholes and not logical, uh, constructive mm. criticism, yeah. but sometimes there may come some harsh but well-meant words from fans that really care about yeah. you. How do you deal with that? Well, at the end of the day, you have to know yourself, and you have to know your place in life. And everything falls back with this notion. If I would look my fa- look at my Facebook and really like read the, read the comments and all the stuff I would go crazy. So yeah. I don't I don't listen to them, man, because it's obvious that they are there to hurt. So right, you know, yeah. and I have I don't have forces to block everybody. So I'm like, you know, people send me like block this and block that, but fuck it. Yeah. Because even in the ecosystem, the, the bacteria has, has its place. You know? <laughs> well, I so, didn't know you 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 did change your. Um... Facebook to private, uh, private, I believe, right? Or friends only or something? Well, I know. I, I, yeah, the posts are like friends only. Yeah, yeah. which is somebody smart. Said, yeah, somebody suggested that. So yeah. It's less less assholes. Yeah. But you have to understand that here in Prague, I'm like fucking Michael Jackson. Right, yeah. <laughs> if I go out and buy a Coke, there's immediately some paparazzi. Taking <laughs> Just don't hang any babies and out the all, No, but not only the... Not only they're right, but you know they invent. You know, and, right, of course. And I, I, I can't do anything about it. It's like, you know, you can, can sue. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make any sense because it takes years. So, right. and they know it. So, the only thing that you can really do is to like find the best of them and like unite. Mm. Right. You know, because yeah. otherwise they're gonna write shit. Right. Exactly. They're gonna do what yeah. they want. So. Yeah, but I at the same time I have to say that I don't read the stuff, so I don't know. But when I when I go to the syndrome of Prague, I know everybody's staring at me. Some <laughs> some are like your face yeah. stuck like that. That's funny. So, so I, I became the, I the became like a really famous guy. I know. So yeah. here. Well that's good. Yeah. Wish it was for something better though. I and I write tons be. of uh, shit to you on Facebook. Never take anything I write personally, please. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think that um, before I wrote, because you wrote, somebody must have told you about um, you were, you're big in, in some country or whatever. And, and then I wrote something Syria. like, yeah, yeah, Syria, something like that. And then I wrote, I said, Algeria. yeah, yeah, you have a big fan base in Uranus. I hope. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. I have yeah, to do. <laughs> All right. I like the humor, so. Yes. Uh, third question from him is, uh, tell us your top three best experiences with your time in Stradivarius, if you have three. The first must be when I joined the band in 90... The 
Fox 94. Mm-hmm. It's like, I suddenly saying, okay, we have gig in Denmark in, in five days, okay? And we don't have a guitar player because he didn't want to go. I'm like, okay. So send me the songs and he got this tape, cassette. I learned all the songs in two days. We had one rehearsal and we flew to, like, not flew, we flew, no, we went by boat to Stockholm and, you know, by train and stuff. All boat, this fucking long trip and it was winter and we were like, so I had my, my Stratocaster and fucking stolen, was stolen from the backstage. Wow. So I came back with an empty case. That's what I remember. Ah, that sucks. Yeah. And the second one was, must be when I was uh, mixing the, the Headhunter in Germany and in Europe, where Jörg was playing. Hmm. So I could see it because the guy was like, he was dressing like a little bit like a baseball player. He was like black paint under the eyes and stuff. was really blonde. And uh, he's not blonde. It's like light brown. But at that time, he was blonde. So this fucking guy knows how to play. Oh, yeah. So after the tour, I called him. I said, well, you want to join the band? Start a while. So he was like, okay, let me see the demos. I sent the episode demos. We had like four or five songs. Made a flight, um, season change, un- uncertainty was one, was like five or six songs, and same with the ends. So, but this is Destiny, so. Yeah. And and Destiny was like the recording session were very similar to Visions, but it took a little bit more time because of mm-hmm. my mental state of mind. Yeah. So, because yeah. it's really a divorce album. You know. What about your third favorite experience? Think well, that would that would be like any any show in like maybe one show in Rio. The first no, the first show of ever Stradivarius in Recife in in uh, Brazil. Oh. Uh, we were booked. We were booked like it was like a festival. And we were booked like one a.m. But we we go to the hotel and we see that there's no fucking stage. We're like oh. pop, 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 hammering stuff. Well, fuck, they're building stage. So we were scheduled to be. At 1 a.m., but we ended up at 5, which is normal in Brazil. Wow. And I remember playing Will the Sunrise when the fucking sun was going up. Oh, yeah. Yep. I think you mentioned this on the last episode. Yeah. 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 So that's one, really one of the highlights. But maybe better that that was like 2006 in Caracas in Venezuela. Mm. Was like only show in Venezuela. We were, I remember we were landing by the plane and like five minutes before. Like before us was like fucking huge thunderstorm. Mm. We saw it on the plane, but so we were like fuck. We were just cleared. We landed and then started fucking heavy rain. Mm. For five minutes, five minutes more, and we were like we'll be like in the middle of a fucking storm. <laughs> we went to the hotel, which was a like Hilton, Caracas, and AC Drefan, the tour manager, he said because it was fucking raining the whole day, and he said maybe we have to cancel because there's no way we can go there. And like 3 or 4 uh, p.m., the, the rain cell stopped. So we go with the roadies and we see like 6,000 fucking people like Sato, Paris, like fucking Nazis. Wow. We felt like Germany, you know. Yeah. And, and to this day, this Caracas show for, is one of maybe top three of my whole career. Wow. Yeah. And no sound check. Everybody was singing. 
everybody. It was really, really nice two hours. Wow. I remember that. Yeah. What's the worst experience you had on on a tour? There's like um, one that's like was like really terrible. Yeah, uh, we like Symphonia 2010 with Andre. Oh, what happened? We booked a tour and it was like varying from 80 people to 250. Really? Yeah, but this is wow. not the way, man. Really. So wow. we played in Paraguay, we played in Buenos Aires, we played in Santiago, we played in Brazil. So we ended up like to Brazil in a place called Blackmore's Pub. Mm-hmm. That's like fucking hundred people. We used to play with Strata with Via Funchal to like five thousand people. So mm-hmm. I said to Andre, you know, this is really what you want. And he said, Timo, I really I don't know what happened. I think we, we got along, we, we were like too fast because, you know, we were hoping that people would hear the record and do the, listen to the interview. But I think it was, we were booking too quickly the tour. The we tour was booked too quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody there heard was it nobody yet. there. No. <laughs> wow. And Andre Matos was, as he was too professional, so he was delivering all his parts. And, mm. you know, sadly he's gone now, so. Yeah, there will yeah. no, never be another Symphonia. But I'm mm-hmm. thankful for Andre to make this one album because I still think it's a really, really good power metal record. Yeah. You know. Yes, it is. Um, another question uh, from this guy, Francesco Cavici. Freaking Italian yeah, guy. Yeah, I got the mail as well. Uh, oh, you did you read his email? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> he's a bass player. Yeah, he's the one with the sissy pink uh, bass. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, I did read it. Yeah. All right, good. I didn't answer he, so far. Yeah, don't answer him back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so he says, uh, maybe in the Destiny podcast you could ask Timo if he, have, if he has ever encountered the Reaper on stage. Has he ever seen people die during Stradivarius gigs or, or any show, really? No. I yeah. saw many girls and guys in the front front row in the festivals getting really bad state, but uh, thankfully I never saw anybody die. Huh? Yeah. Um, wait. No. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Never. No. He did. He, he, was telling me, uh, he was telling me a bad story because oh. he, he plays at places and... Um, Oh man, I can't remember the story exactly, but uh, some guy, some some older guy came up or whatever, and all of a sudden oh. he had a heart heart attack right in the middle of the like a dance thing that he was playing at. Really? Yeah, yeah. He oh. said it was terrible. Then he told me another okay. funny story about something else, and that that was funny too. But uh, all right, um, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's got some crazy story. You should actually talk to him because he is a very nice guy. You can answer him back. I'll let you answer. Okay. Him back. <laughs> but the, the pink, pink face, pink face, yeah. Okay, and he kind of looks like you too. He sent me a picture the other day. Kind of has a little oh, bit really? of a resemblance, yeah. Oh, poor him. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to look at me. <laughs> I know. I I gotta look at you stuck on my screen here. I hope I can. Yeah, yeah. Screen. It's like three years already. Well, you, you know, I don't know what happened to the video. Around. Like the video got but, all screwed up, but I can hear you fine. Yeah. All right. Um, another question from Neemond asked. I don't know what that means, but anyway, silly question. Okay. What's your favorite song of yours? Do you have a favorite song that you like out of all the songs? 
that you did. Fuck. It varies from day to day. Today is infinity. Yeah. Infinity. Why is that? Because it's like we had the choir and we had like strings and like fucking powerful rhythm, powerful lyrics. Mm. I, I I just remember Infinity album was really positive for me. So I got out from the divorce and I cleaned. I helped my wife for many years and we became friends. And but it was just the end of the road, man. And nah. I wrote like I do. I wrote about my feelings. So, nah. uh, but one like incident I can't say, but it varies. You know, one song I can't say because it's like two hundred fifty song. Mm. Yeah, of course. Um... Do you prefer fast songs or slower songs, or you don't care? You just like whatever. I prefer ballads. Really? Songs are like for me the coolest. Yeah, but also, of course, in a power metal concert, you have to love the, the, mm, yeah. the power right, of course. Of that, so yeah. yeah, I just wrote a song called uh, "Song of the Black." Song, song of the Black. Is that what you said? Sonata, Sonata Black. Oh, son, Sonata. Oh, okay, Sonata Black. Right. Sonata Black, Sonata Black. It's like a uh, like double kick, really fast and really Is... high vocals. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, his second question is: In contrast, what's your worst song? And if so, and if it's so bad, why did you release it? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it was zero three. That's the worst. That's that to be. What is that? On? I I feel like really, it's like the um, fourth dimension. Oh, okay. It's the Queen's Five people. So. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so I was like, because I knew, of course, I knew that it's like a plagiarism. So, mm-hmm. at the same time, I was like, you know, I don't know why I did it actually. <laughs> but after that. You know, I didn't do stuff like that anymore. But this was like, this was, this is the most embarrassing, I think. Yeah. It's so fucking obvious. Right. It's too funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, another question. Tell me about Intermission's cover. Is it a combination of the previous five albums cover? It's rather cool. Yeah. Yeah. So Rick's, yeah. I think Rick's did it. He did Infinity and Elements. Yeah. And the funny thing is that there, there's the angel with tits. Right, yes. If you look that seems at to be a big thing back the, then. But it still is. I, I have so many girls who said, why the fuck? Well, I, I, it always is, but I'm saying with the album covers, it, like, they, usually <laughs> that kind of stuff wouldn't be on album covers, and then all of a sudden, like at that period of time, everybody had yeah. them like that. Right. Yeah, but yeah. I, was like, I was like, I didn't even know, man. I didn't yeah. even know. I never, I never looked at the, you know, the cover in this way, so... But somebody told me, some girl, like, how can you put tits? It's angel. I was like, yeah, there really is. You know. <laughs> but who doesn't like tits? So. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, I have no problem with tits. So no. if somebody has a problem with tits, it's not my problem. That's not, but I have not. to say that this was completely the, the idea of Derek Riggs. So nobody in the band was participating with yeah. tits. Which... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's there, so I can't deny it, but it's not the band. It's Derek. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, another question from another um, 
another person. Uh, I think he told yeah. me his name is, is Lenny. I, I, I think this is that guy. Uh, what do you think is Stradivarius' oh. most successful song? Is it High and Low? Hunting High and Low. Black Diamond. Black, Black. Diamond. Black Diamond. Really? Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, Black Diamond. You think that's bigger than Hunting High and Low? Yes. It's like yeah, all over the world, the Strata bands, cover bands, yeah. fuck bands. Yeah. It's like, because it's simple, it's classic, the melody. So yeah. it's very close to this song called Dangerous, which I wrote to Strata, but they didn't take it. So I did it myself. No. It's going to be a single. On your new one, right? Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a single, that video. So. Very cool. I think it's a great song, but I don't know why they didn't take it. Mm. But I guess they have more material of their own. So. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another question from Capo Lito. How did yeah, Timo... Oh, you know, should I answer? Should we ask this question or not? I answer. All right. Because I can say, fuck it. Fuck him. No, no. No, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. How did Timo find... Uh, Jari Khan, uh, you know who he is, Ken Nuli. Yeah. yeah, how did you get him to, to be in Stradivarius? By the way, best bassist in Finland, in my opinion. Uh, how I got Yari to the band? Yeah, Yari. Um, he was playing in in a band of which was like mutual friend, mutual friends band. And I saw them on stage, and I needed a bass player because Yari, another Yari Bem, he mm. never played any on any records. He was just a couple of shows. He was more like a jazz guy. He was always like trying to get him away from the jazz. Like yeah. you can't do slap bass in my song, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he he did it. I was like, fuck, man, no, man. It's like, and then Yari came for Dreams bass actually. So. He played like four or five songs in Dreams Press and other, other things I did. But the fourth dimension was the first. Oh, yeah. And Destiny is really masterwork. And Elements is his best work in bass. It's yeah. fucking all over the place. Yeah. Um, what band was he in? One was called Mess. Mess, that's it? Yeah, Mess. Yeah. Oh, Mess. M-A-S-S? Yeah, M local bands. Yeah, I've heard of them. I think I've heard of them. Yeah, it's a totally different thing. Yeah, it's like hard book. Okay, Patrick Hader. That's an easy one. Thank God, somebody with an American name. Yeah, it's a guy from Austria. Yeah, whatever you just said. I don't know. Vienna. Vienna. Yeah. Why has Timo never made a guitar instructional video? Good question. What are you waiting for? Well, I did stuff in Japan, but nobody was like approaching me. And maybe I could do one, but I I don't know if I have stuff to give because the way I I play solos on the guitar is like I don't know, man. I don't. It's hard to teach. So mm. because I I sometimes most of the most of the times I don't know even the scales what I play. Really? Yeah, I just sort of the fingers go wherever they need to go. And ninety percent, ninety-five percent of my solos are improvised. Yeah, yeah. All like black time and middle parts and stuff like that are composed. But most, if all solos are improvised, and then for the tour, I have had to learn them, my own stuff. 
That was actually another question right. uh, Francesco asked yeah. me because he noticed one of the solos, I, I forget which it was, but it was different than it was on the album. So I guess there's your reason. You always do different yeah. stuff anyway. Improvise. I try to do more, more, yeah, most of the solos I, I try to do the same, but some mm. of them are fucking impossible. Right, yeah. And you just doodle and you play whatever you know yeah. you can. So. Yeah, as long as you get those parts in there that are like, yeah, that everybody yeah. knows. Then that's fine, but yeah. the rest of it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think so. And it really, like I said, in Destiny, we went to Turkey. And I remember yeah. walking the streets of, of um, course, Istanbul, and we're like fucking dark. It was dark, mm. and we thought like there's going to be like explosions, explosive in every corner, but there was none. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, he also asked. Um... You know, do we do we ever have a chance of uh, any guitar tab books? But I guess I like, probably not, right? There is a chance. There is I, a chance. I'm now now in touch with the Japanese, and they are the best in this. So I would really like to uh, publish like the complete works of mine, but that would be like 24 albums. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the Stratovars album would make sense. So Maybe. I have to tell to my manager to hook up with some publishing companies. Because I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I think so too. I would do it for sure. Uh, let's see. Mine. This guy really wants you to write a book. Um, is there any chance a Timo will write a book about guitar technique, especially when it comes to fast soloing, like scales, runs, patterns, sequences? Yeah, fucking. So fast solo is nothing. You know, yeah. It only takes practice. I, yeah. Like I did since I was 16, eight hours a day for 10 years. You have to invest this because there is no, there are no shortcuts. All right. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta do the work. You gotta do the homework. Yeah. There is no other way. I see a lot of guitar players today. They play really like their technique is not so good, but they still try to play the same way. Like me, for example. But right. Yeah. I can play. I can play really fast, but I know exactly what I'm playing. At the same time, mm-hmm. I'm improvising. But I know I don't have to think. You know, in the creation, when you are creative, when you do some something with that creative stuff. Uh, right. You cannot introduce a thought. Right. So when I play, I don't, I'm not thinking about anything. I just let it flow. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes when I'm approaching the solo, I, I get a fearful thought. I'm like solo comes, so then I fuck it, Timo. Yeah. Do it, and you know. Yeah, it takes years to practice. Learn, yeah, you le- you learn this thing, and the therapy really helped me too. Yeah. So I actually had um I had Zach Stevens on yesterday. I did a uh, an interview with him. Oh. And uh, yeah, I, we talked briefly about the the uh, thing that he did with you. Um, yeah, and he was even saying the same thing. Like when he started out singing, uh, the school that he went to, they gave him a book about this thick or whatever, and yeah. they said, you know, we're gonna we're gonna go through this whole book within like you know a couple months, but then none of this is gonna click yeah. until seven years from now. I know. So he had to practice and practice and practice, and seven years, like he said, seven years came, and he finally it clicked yeah. with him, and he and he finally got it, and he understood. Yeah, you know what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else yeah, did he said. Oh yeah, he's a very cool guy. Actually, I'm going to do a second part interview with him because uh, we were just talking so much, uh, we were running out of time. Oh. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you miss your old ESP custom guitars? Mm, yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, now there, there is a, there is like a, a plan. I start giving lessons in Prague and like doing master class and guitar clinics. Yeah. And one of one of them is like hooked to ESP, so I think I'm gonna renew the 
old contacts there and yeah, you know maybe cool. you know so yeah that'd be cool uh he also says did you have to pay for them or did you have an endorsement no, never endorsement, endorsement. Yeah. for 10 years so they built like around 14 guitars oh wow yeah. Um, do you know the exact Jesus Christ, this guy? <laughs> do you know the exact specifications <laughs> of your ESP custom guitars, and would you share it with us? Do you know your specific specifications? Well, I only know that the fretboard is got so it's like Kingway black. It's, it's it's got what? Because you I did it. It's scalloping. Scalloping. Right? Okay. Scalloping. I did it to my first strata to myself. I bought, bought like uh, this um, stuff with a paper and lemon oil. And, oh. Yeah. But then they stole it and I got a Kramer on the same Kramer. I did it um, like, I think, Destiny or actually Elements, yeah. I have like Floyd Rose. Mm. But... Oh, no. <clears throat> disappeared he's gone forever oh no he's never gonna come back god damn you Patrick you asked too many goddamn questions <sighs> he's gone we saw it you're gonna have to go to another hotel Are you there now? Are you there? 